You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 119 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this is a bi-week episode. The bi-week We're- special extravaganza. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> Table's too far away for me. Okay, uh, someone uh, definitely moved it. Let's pull it in. Was it Travis? No, it's actually, I think it was Jessica. I think okay. she was down here. She was watching the late afternoon games. You know. Okay. She was getting. She was getting comfortable. Yeah, yeah. She needed some more space. Okay, so. Um. So by by week. Ex- Extravaganza. Bi week extravaganza. Uh, you guys, is one of your favorite episodes uh, where we name off, you know, offensive MVPs, defensive MVPs, uh, most improved, stuff like that. Yeah, we'll um, kind of go through the f- kind of the first half of the season and talk about, you know, how we got here and who's who's been doing good, who's been doing bad. I, I, I'm almost certain that a lot of people are going to be named off, so we'll probably kind of just. Touch everyone. Up. Yeah, we kind of like everyone. it's almost like a fifty-three man res, uh, episode. We just go through the roster and talk it, about every player, but yeah. we'll see who we, uh, we we touch on. First thing though, I did have a uh, my bookie guy reach out to me, so maybe we'll be sponsored by my bookie coming up. Let's go. I don't know though. You know, they got into it with Portnoy that one time. I don't know if we should you know, be hanging out with my bookie. You no, know? I don't think we really know, like that. Turn well, our back on. We'll have to talk about that off the record. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I people like our gambling picks, or they just you know like. Uh, Wanna, That's interesting. Yeah, you know, did did he hear anything about? He said he listened. He said he listened. He liked it. And he, you know, he wanted to you know, get in touch with us. So, All right. You know, All right. I randomly get those emails from time to time. That's fantastic. So, no, uh, better better than the uh, the phone calls that I get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking for me to find yeah. my dad. That sucks. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyways, uh, we'll we'll roll into probably offensive MVP to start. Yeah, let's talk. Who is Ryan Grappentines? Offensive MVP. Uh, it's the man that we all hate and have come to grow and love, Kirk Cousins. You know what's funny? I do feel like the fan base is slowly coming around. They're oh. coming around to like uh, even like a little bit more down on Zimmer than Kirk. Like I was walking the dog the other day, and this guy's like, Kirk's playing out of his mind. Zimmer's holding him back. I was like, who's this guy? And like, I don't know. Most people hate Kirk. I, also, my MVP. How can he not be? No, I I think he. If we had a better record, he would be in the league MVP talks. So why shouldn't he? Why wouldn't he be our MVP? And I and I, not even just offense, probably just, just all across the board. Yeah, if you're doing the, the whole team, he he's been the best player. I mean, he's played great in pretty much every game. Did he have? No, I, I feel like every game he throws for 250, two and no inter- interceptions. You yeah. Know? So, and your other candidates, I mean, Cook's been hurt. Jefferson's been solid every game, but nothing spectacular. I mean, he's been pretty good. Adam Thielen's been a little up and down. He, he's a touchdown machine. Yep. But, you know, he's not making uh, those big plays that, like, impact throughout the game. Where Kirk, you know, uh, he's now one of the least sack quarterbacks, and a lot of that does have to do with our offensive line. But that let's also give him credit for getting the ball out quickly. Uh, and it's not like he hasn't sacrificed his completion percentage to do it either. Yeah, honestly, I think it just goes to show that if you just block for him, he's a really damn good quarterback. Yeah, I. There's... I mean, I said in the off season he could have a Matt Ryan type year, like the MVP type year. Problem is we're three and three, so no one's really talking about him. But I mean, he's thirteen touchdowns, two picks, and one of those interceptions was a tip pass. I believe what was I'm trying to think what his two picks were. One, what he just lobbed up deep, 
against Cleveland because we were getting blown out, couldn't do anything, and he just threw it up to Thielen, and the corner got it. Didn't he all? Didn't he throw two interceptions that game? No, nope, the other one was versus Detroit. It just happened, according to my uh, phone. Okay. I don't remember him throwing a pick in that game when he must have. Was it tipped? Was it a fumble that went forward, but it was like caught? I am blanking on the interception. Yeah, I don't remember the I'll interception. I'll have to research that. We'll, we'll give that to the research team. Yeah, um, yeah. you guys look that up and uh, let us know when you find out. But 13 but, touchdowns, two picks. I mean, I don't know what pace that is. If you, Let's just say you doubled it. It's more than double. Let's say he gets to 30 and 5. 35 I, I think that's about. I think I think thirty and five is about the pace he's on. Yeah, he's just playing fantastic. I mean, he's might even be like thirty three and six, but that's phenomenal. And how many yards is he thrown for? Seventeen hundred and sixty nine. So he's on I mean, pace for like forty four hundred yards. Three games over three hundred yards. Every game has been over ninety pass rating. Four games over a hundred, and the Cleveland game was his one bad game. Sixty six quarterback rating. Okay. No, yeah, like Kirk Cousins is playing his mind out. Uh, I, I think I agree with the guy. Mike Zimmer had been holding him back. But, you know, I feel like as we've gone on with Cook being hurt, we're starting to kind of let Kirk Cousins do the work. And what, we're 2-1 and one in our last three games? 3-0? Three 2-1. Oh? We lost to Cleveland. So yep. we beat Detroit. We beat, um, who did we just beat? Carolina. And oh, then we yeah. lost to Cleveland. So we're we're two and zero in our last well, two games, right? Well, we're three and one in our last four because we go. beat the Seahawks before yep. that. Yep. I think we're really like starting to see uh, that top five offense come back into play, and we're relying relying more on Kirk, and he's answered the call. And there hasn't been a Kirk meltdown game. Like usually we get one or two where it's like, uh oh, and I don't want to jinx it, but a lot of times it's on night. And we're about to play a night game. But but last year it was against the one in four, one in five Falcons. Yeah. I feel like he noon. did it against the Falcons and then against the Colts was the two like, what the hell just happened here, Kirk? You've somehow forgotten well, how to play football. Yeah, yeah. The Colts I always forget about the Colts game. It was very forgettable. I I well, I feel like every time the last couple times we've played the Colts lately, it's been forgettable. Because didn't we get blown out in twenty seventeen or something yeah, like that? Late in the season. Um so, yeah, I mean, I don't know who else you would point to. Obviously, I think the offense line is playing better, which has helped him. But he's guy's the MVP of the team, quality yep. ball player. Also, it's just funny because so much talk goes into, like, who's the future of our quarterback? You know, should we draft someone? Should we take in field? Kellen Mond? Maybe it's just Kirk. Maybe he's here for another seven years. I mean, yeah, that could he be doesn't it. get hurt. He's really good. He's a really good football player. And here's, who- the, here's the pick if you'd like to – Take a gander. Oh, it hit KG Osborne in the face. Oh, that's right. And but it wasn't. I wouldn't blame it all on KG Osborne. He was. It was when he was like the third or fourth read. It was yeah, just... I mean KG should have been paying attention. Wasn't really. Kirk threw a rocket ball, domed him in the head, and it flew up in the air and got picked. So that's one of his picks. Which if KJ's paying attention, that ball's at least just not caught. It probably doesn't go just flying dropped, up in the yeah. air. Maybe KJ makes a play on it because the guy's really good. And then his other pick is just a kind of a 50-50 ball. Let's just take a shot to Thielen. So. 
And that wasn't even Fucking like lights 50, out. That wasn't even 50-50 ball, was it? It well, was single coverage. I actually thought Theo oh, should have. Oh, I was saying the uh, end of game Hail Mary. No, that the, got dropped. I didn't get picked. Yeah, that's it was a, the just a just kind of a launch. I, yeah, that was third quarter, I yeah, believe. Yeah, I think I even was texting you like, I don't know what you do because we can't do anything against Cleveland. Maybe just lob it up. And then they did. and I think it worked like the drive before. Yep. Then we throw it deep to Jefferson. And then, like, we were again, we were texting back and forth going, you know, I don't hate it. It was like... Not, I, not bad on Kirk. It's, it's like, like Thielen, do something. It's like a punt. Yeah. It was almost a little bit too far away from Thielen where he couldn't draw pass interference or fight for the ball. They kind of both raced for it, and the yeah. guy beat him there. So. He should have just tackled him yeah. that offensive yeah, pass yeah. interference. Um, Protect the stats. 13 touchdowns, two picks, great yardage. Uh, the comebacks, like, he put us in position to win against Cincy. He put us in position to win against Arizona. He came back twice against Carolina. Brought us back against Detroit. And it's never been his fault that we've collapsed. Cook fumbled in overtime. Madison fumbled at the end of Detroit game. Greg Joseph missed a kick. Yeah, he missed a kick uh, against, was it Carolina? Uh, Arizona. Both of them. Because he missed it to win the game, and we had to oh, go yeah. down in overtime and win. And then the collapse against Carolina was basically the defense. I mean, I guess he didn't close the game out, you know, like go make that last drive. But it. If I feel like if, the, we were being really conservative on, yeah, like, cons- those... Exactly. On those times, and like, yeah, at, when he was asked to throw, it's third and eight because they knew we were running the ball, and he yeah, had guys. run, run, then like you know, slot fade to Jefferson. Yeah. All right, we'll punt it because Sam Darnold can't do anything, and then all of a sudden Sam Darnold goes ninety eight yards. It's it's on the defense. Yep. Uh, also, he went for the the throat last last week, which I appreciated. Like yep. he could have thrown the little drag to Thielen and got the ball. You know, oh, let's get a field goal. He threw to K. Jasmine for the win. MVP. Believe, what was our first year doing the podcast? Didn't he have a uh, uh, third and 13 that he hit a uh, deep pass uh, towards the end of the Carolina game as well? To the who? Dry- Jefferson, the maybe? Jefferson? Yeah. I think we, I know what you're talking about. Before the final yep. uh, Panther drive, I believe. Because we were like, go win the game, and then Joseph missed the kick. Yep. He And I think on that drive, too, is when he had somehow evaded Brian Burns. Yeah. With those legs of his. Yep. I mean, he's even making more plays outside the pocket, you know? It's not a ton, but it's he's had a couple where he's on the run, slinging it. I love that you're bringing up things that I don't even remember. So, like, my MVP is just, like, it's growing. It's like, oh, of course it's obvious. It's, like, I mean, it's it. there was no other choice. Like, we talked a little before the podcast about defense and offense, and it's like, well, I'm not, offense is Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I mean, I don't know who out there still hates Kirk Cousins. Not that Kirk Cousins can't have a bad game. Like, it's going to happen. I, I'm sure I, he'll have I feel a bad like game. every quarterback ha- can exactly. have Exactly. That's game. where it's, if you just calm down. It'll be okay. It, it happens. He's... Very good, eighty percent of the time. Eighty, you know. Now it's maybe closer to ninety. We'll see. Uh, but when did we we started the podcast? What season? Kirk's first season. Kirk's first season. Was that yeah. John D. Filippo? It was. Yes. He was your first half MVP that year. Yeah, he was. And I did Thielen because Thielen had hundred yards in every single game. Oh. Uh, year number two was Cook. I'm trying to think who that was. makes sense. The Stefanski year. Yeah. And then last year was Gary Kubiak. Who would did we do one? I don't know. Did we? Who would have been the first? Jefferson? Jefferson. I feel yeah. like it was. I feel like he kind of took the team by storm. Oh. And we had I'm a late, sure and, we had a late and didn't we have like a middle late buy? Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of MVPs at that point because we were probably like three and seven or three and six. Or Wait, something. didn't we have a buy right after the Atlanta game? Oh, did I think we, you're right. I think we did had we even buy. say there is no. Uh, it <laughs> might have been like Delvin like, Cook. It again. literally is probably like Jefferson because he's fun to watch. The yeah. rest of the team sucks. Um, <laughs> but right. it wasn't like we didn't know that really at that point. Like, he only had three good games at that point. 
Yeah, he but didn't that, set out the first two. That Titans game, that was it. Shut it down. When he grittied into the end zone, like, oh, this yeah. guy's fucking good. Oh, I was sitting right over there in that chair. <laughs> we're like, holy shit. And then we lost that game. Somehow blew that game. Looked like we were going to take that one easily. Yeah, I feel like we were up at like 17. And That's we... when, uh, I keep thinking it's Goskowski. Was it Goskowski? Yeah. Hit five 50-yard field goals or some ridiculous thing. After, didn't he miss like four <laughs> yeah, kicks yeah, the, the week before? before? Um, anyway, so yeah, Kirk Cousins good at football. MVP of the team. If anyone disagrees with that, that seems wild to me. Fact. Uh, should we roll into defense? Let's MVP? go defensive MVP, and I think we differ here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's uh, Daniel Hunter. I think the uh, the presence that he's brought back is like, you know, helping everyone. He's got, I think it was five and a half sacks. Uh, I don't even know how many hurries. Uh, quarterback hits up the wazoo. The man plays the run, plays the screen. He's just all over the field. It's so much fun watching Daniel Hunter. I feel like you're right. I feel like it's Daniel Hunter. And I, I think the fact that like he even is his presence taking on two blockers. Like you might not even see it on the stat sheet how good he is. But I'm gonna go Everson Griffin. Okay. The guy has just I feel like he's got like the fire and he just I was gonna say basically the things that I'm talking about Hunter, you're like, Well, Griffin's doing the same thing with more juice at thirty three. <laughs> more juice <laughs> yeah. at thirty three. But then I think he's probably doing a lot of that because Daniel Hunter's getting shipped, he's getting double teamed. So are Defensive MVPs are the starting edge rushers. The edge rushers that we did not have last year. Yeah. No and Daniil, no Everson Griffin. It helps to have some uh, people that rush the passer. Don't we have more sacks this year than we did last year already? I believe so. We're like, I think we're tied for first going into last week. I think now we're probably behind some teams because we have a bye. But what a, what a difference it makes when you can actually get to the quarterback. Yeah. That and, helps. And, and we don't even have, we haven't had Michael Pierce the last two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, yeah, yep. Um, so... That already takes something away, but we're still going with Sheldon Richardson and Delvin Tomlinson. Well, Armin Watts, don't forget. He's been really good. Yeah, he has. He's been starting over what Richardson. I mean, Richardson's still in his same role, so And they I believe they said that even like pre or like the first week Andre Patterson was yeah. talking about like well, we're gonna start Armin we'll Watts. We'll stick with Watts yeah. so Richardson can just continue to be the rotational rusher. And it makes sense because why differ from your idea of having Two big guys up the middle. Mm -hmm. And if you think Watts is going to be just fine, and he's proven he's, I mean, according to Pro Football Focus, he's our best defensive tackle. That's He's top 10 in the whole league. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, he's grading really well. Caused a fumble last week, I believe it was uh, last week. Yeah. I keep saying last week, but obviously. Yeah, strip sack, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, It is just wild to think back to how bad our defensive line was last year. I still still don't know how we went 7-9. What was it? Wanham and... Who was our other oh, Odenabo. Odenabo, who is I don't even know if he's on a roster. I don't think so. And then Julio Johnson and Shamar Stefan. That's so bad. That is so bad. To go with Hardy Nickerson, Todd Davis, <laughs> and uh, bad Blake Lynch. And bad Troy Dye. And, and rookie corners. And, I mean, solid safeties. All right. So, Daniel Hunter for you. I, I'm going to go Everson Griffin. That's that's fair. I but I do believe it's probably Daniel Hunter. I, I do think there's something to the fire though. You know, bringing that, bringing like the. It, well, last year, I, I mean, I know we also didn't have fans, but like, we just went out and played football. Yeah, you need yeah. someone to like light a fire to people's asses, and I feel yeah. like Griffin gets people going. He's always the one pregame yelling shit. You know, I don't know. He's he get people jacked up. Yeah, yeah. I I don't. 
I don't know if Griffin was a part of something with the offense, but you know, you don't win that Carolina Pan- was that the Panther game? Yeah, without like oh, after the block punt, usually yeah. the Vikings would just collapse. Mm-hmm. You know, so I have a feeling Griffin stepped up, and it's like, yo, we got to go. Let's let's close this out. We're beating them, but not by much. I feel like he's got that attitude that like Anthony Edward has for the Timberwolves. You know, where Cat's more laid back, casual. You need a guy that's like, let's fucking go. Yeah. I don't know. I just you know, and and Daniel Hunter, as good as he is, he is a pretty calm, quiet character. He's not a big rah rah, you know, yeah. firebrand. I mean, he so. makes noises yeah. uh, uh, while he does his pass rush yeah, moves. He just dominates. Yeah. You know, uh, that's kind of the thing that I feel like Diggs always was for the offense when he was here. That dude was always. Getting people fired up. So. He, yeah, because he was always fired up. Yeah. And, like, it may look like he's yelling at him, but he... I mean, sometimes it got annoying, like, when we're winning in the playoffs. And it's like, is he bitching about not getting the ball right now? But I remember that Denver game where we were down, I think, 21-0, 24-0. And he, he got that one long touchdown. Like, they, they showed his face on the stadium, and he was, like, standing on the, on the bleachers. Like, it, we're going to come back. Diggs is going to bring us back. This guy, and this he guy, did. Yeah, and he did. It was like, this this, this guy's going to take this game over right he's now. And he's so a receiver. Good. Like, it's so hard to, like, think that could even happen. So, I don't know. Those kind of guys need those. Good leaders. Good leader, you know? No. Griffin, quality ball player. Hunter, very good. I'd like to see Hunter get, like, 20 sacks. Ooh. Like, I feel like he's capable of it. Griffin yeah. is, like, short like short and, and, and has alligator arms. Do you know Hunter is six foot six with, like, the wingspan of a... Of three men. Yeah, like... Go get three times the sack as Everson Griffin. Yeah, and, and like, don't get me wrong. I love the like fourteen and a half that he's getting, but yeah, I, well, he hasn't even entered his prime yet. Like, That's or crazy. he probably is just entering. He's what twenty six now, mm-hmm. or just turned twenty and just turned twenty six. And I do feel I, I do feel like our defense is built to more of like a team sack. Like back when we had Jared Allen, he was allowed to just run all the way around the edge and go for the blind side every time. Like with. With our scheme with Zimmer, it seems like it is more like contained. controlled, contained. Maybe uh, Daniel Hunter's crashing down so Watts can wrap around. You know that that type of stuff more. You know, like generate stacks, not just rely on Jared Allen to be better than the guy in front of him. Yep. So you know, Which, might not actually we, ever get twenty sacks. Yeah, if we wanted Daniel Hunter to do that, he probably could. Like his yeah. rookie year, when like that was his thing. It's like, yo, mm-hmm. you're just going to get the quarterback, yeah. and he had like five and a half sacks right off the bat. Also, he'd probably play right end if we wanted him to do that. That's true. Of sitting on the left side. Um, yep. So, yeah, okay. Should we do our least valuable players? Uh, yeah. Biggest disappointment, I guess, would be? How would you phrase that? Le- well, I'm going with the least valuable player. Okay, so just the worst player that's played, though. Yeah. And I'm going with Rashad Hill. Rashad Hill. Okay, okay. Because as soon as I actually as, didn't think about this, so I'm gonna think while you talk. As as soon as he left, uh, and Darisaw came in, like the offensive line as a whole unit got better. Uh, against Carolina, against the, that defensive front, we we looked unstoppable, and Darisaw was a big part of that. I think. Uh, I mean, uh, Rashad Hill's definitely not a guy we should be starting long. He's a spot starter. Yeah, and but what do you have? Four holding penalties mm-hmm. in three games. Yeah, four and, four uh, games. What are we at? Three and three right now. So he played four and a half games. Four. S- yeah. Still, 
He didn't all, play all the that pressure, well. Yeah, all the pressures that he was allowing, like you can't even run the ball to his side. That's that's the thing I think that people don't see as much either. Like you see him letting Kirk gets you know annihilated a couple times a game, but I don't think people notice as much that. Darasa was opening up way bigger holes on the left side than Rashad Hill ever did. Yeah, no, Rashad Hill was terrible at running. Rashad back. Hill's not a people mover. He's no. like, a, let me stand in front of you so you can't get to my quarterback, but sometimes I'll completely get bowled over, guy. I don't know. He's not. Darasa's moving people out of the hole. Yeah. Rashad Hill's just sort of he trying did, to get his body in front of him. Yeah, it's just like, yo, let me get you. Get my. Let me get my hands inside. Get me. Get you know. Get a good base. And I'm just going to hold it. If you end up getting around me, it's going to be holding or I'm not going to be able to get to you. Like all the speed moves outside, it was so bad. Uh, the Cincinnati game when mm-hmm. he got called for uh, um, illegal formation, was it twice? I, I think it was twice. I'll, I, I, and Trey Henderson did pretty good on him. Yeah. I know we did shockingly well against Chandler Jones because I remember going into week two, it was like, you did bad against Trey Hendrickson. You're screwed against Chandler Jones, who just had five sacks. Did well against them, but I think overall, below average. Yeah. Darasaw looked way better than him. I'm going to go with the other lineman, Oli Udo. I feel like if we had drafted a guard in the first round, he'd already be benched. Like yeah, yeah. Rashad Hill had a short leash because Darasaw was waiting in the wings. Oli Udo's playing just as bad as Rashad Hill. Yep. Yeah. But there's, I mean, you could throw Wyatt Davis in there, but that's a late third round pick. Maybe they're not, they don't think he's ready. Udo's getting, I feel like Udo was more, uh, he makes more mistakes and gets penalized more. But when he does good, he does better than Rashad Hill. So it's kind of like pick your poison. Yeah, and that's that's the way I felt. And I was like, eh, I have a feeling like since Udo's still starting, you would probably go with Udo. That's why I went with Rashad Hill. I'm like, you know, I. Honestly, if you had said Udo, I would have said Rashad Hill probably, just uh, just so they could keep chatting. Exactly, and it just makes sense because they they both, I mean, they're co-least valuable players. Yeah, they're the weak links. The thing is, do I think they've been, like, outright terrible? No, but everyone else on the offense has been good to really good. Who else on the offense has been a disappointment? Um Just Chris Herndon because he hasn't been playing. (laughs) Oh, Chris, that's a good one, actually. Like... I, I... it would have been nice to see him come and have a little more impact. And maybe we'll see it in the second half of the season. You know, maybe he gets the bye week. You know, I don't know, continues to learn more, continues to get in a better rhythm with Kirk or something. Had a touchdown two weeks ago or last week? Uh, two, last week. Last week had a touchdown. Carolina? No, two weeks ago, Carolina. No, that's last week. Okay, well, it was Detroit, then Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Carolina was our last game. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, Chris Herndon's a good one. Definitely was like, oh, maybe he can come in and – be a poor man's Irv, not even that, like a, a homeless man's Irv, but he's been a bench player. He's yeah. not even been irrelevant. Yep. I mean, that Ben Ellison guy was starting ahead of him until he dropped that ball. Now he's on IR. Um, so that's a good one. Oh, oh, back to Udo. I would say as far as Udo and Rashad Hill, you already know what Rashad Hill is. So I guess Udo does have a little upside where, let's you know, I don't hate playing him a little more to see I mean, that dude is a monster. He's and he's, huge. what, only 25, he's young. 24? He can move people. Rashad Hill is a spot starter, sixth swing tackle. Oh. Like, we know what he is. He was never meant to stay in this lineup for the whole season once we drafted Darcy. He shouldn't have really been there week one. It was because of injury. Yep, so. this is true. Yeah, he probably doesn't even see the playing field for the most part. Yeah. If Darcy doesn't have that groin injury. Yeah. So. Core injury, groin, whatever it was. 
core, whatever. They call it core. No, there's just core injuries. Yeah, now. yeah it's somewhere. Um, all right, should we head to the defensive side of the ball? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, For our least, our least yeah. valuable player. Okay. I think there's one obvious one. Yeah, I think uh, I, I'm going to roll with uh, Cam Dantzler, I would say. Oh, interesting. Not where I was going. Oh, okay. okay. Cam Dantzler. I, well, I'm only going to go with Cam Dantzler just because. Uh, That's actually this a very is, good one. I like this. It's probably like the most like disappointing for sure because he was our best. Not, it's not saying much, but he was our best cornerback last year. PFF loved him. Third, third round rookie. So, I, I mean, I had me a jersey right after the draft. Year two, you're expecting big things. Definitely high hopes, like you, in the offseason. You got Patrick Peterson, mm-hmm. Mac Alexander. We bring in B- Bashad Breeland. We're thinking, hey, Cam Dancer is going to soak all this up. He's probably going to be starting uh, next to Patrick Peterson. You're going to have Mac and Breeland. And it turns out he's behind Harrison Hand, uh, Chris Boyd. Yeah. And, like, what happened, man? Now he's throw, thrown to the dogs. Against Carolina. Plays bad. Plays bad. (laughs) Now we've got Dallas coming out of the bye. With no Patrick Peterson now. Yeah, I hope that – so he's going to start. This is his moment now to turn it around. Yeah, like I hope you spent the bye week, you know, in the film room and working on yourself, not out on the boat taking videos. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because before we signed Breland, we had already signed Patrick (laughs) Peterson. It was like Patrick Peterson – and and Dantzler, let's go. We got Mac in the slot. Like, we're set. You know, Boyd's solid. Harrison Hand solid. We'll pick up a guy in the in the draft. You know, mid rounds or something. And then we sign Breland. It's like, oh, is he is he taking Dantzler's job? No, no. He'll probably just be a depth guy. Yep. And then maybe it, maybe he'll battle Mac for that nickel spot. Yeah. And then it became very clear that oh no, like it's Breland and Peterson and Dantzler's the backup. Which it's like okay, I guess give it to the vet. But then yeah, like you said, week one. You're in it. Was he a healthy scratch? Yeah. Because and, and he doesn't the, play special teams. Yeah, and, and in the preseason, he's playing behind either Harrison yeah. and or Chris Boyd, he's like in the even third, on the depth chart. He's like in the end of the third quarter, there's Dantzler making his debut. Like, yeah. This isn't good. Um, would have been – it's one thing to like to go through that, but then to come in against Carolina and just immediately play terrible. Yeah, you miss smoked. a big tackle. You get smoked on fourth down. Now, I still got hopes for the kid. Like he's He's certainly made plays last year and played well, so – but to this point, definitely a disappointment. Yeah. I'll go with a different corner who I feel like has played better of late, but overall first half, Breland played pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, he got roasted by Jamar Chase. He got – didn't he get destroyed by Tyreek Hill in the preseason even? Yeah. Uh, but who doesn't? Yeah. He – I mean, he was – And again, who doesn't get roasted by Chase? Either? Apparently, yeah, everyone does. But it was <laughs> but right that was a, and that, like, and that was really bad. Like, it was just eyes on the quarterback. So and bad. And just let him run. Uh, yeah, a couple flags. I mean, this, everyone hated him for the first few weeks. I do feel like last week he played well. The week before he played pretty well. But last week he had the, uh, the interception. Yeah, interception right, right yeah, up yeah. the gate. So it's hard. I'm, I'm trying to think as a whole. He did give up a lot of plays that really hurt us yeah. and probably hurt really hurt our chances to win against Cincinnati and even the Cardinals. Because I'm pretty sure he got beat by, like, A.J. Green against the Cardinals. I think Didn't so, Didn't he, like, he try to tackle him and failed? Yep. I don't know. It was ugly. So we're going to go with those two corners. Yeah, that's good. That, that was a good one, too. I... If I don't feel like anyone else has disappointed me on the defense. Oh, I would say one more guy. D.J. Wanham. Okay. I was kind of feeling like, could he turn the corner, be the starter all year, be productive, maybe five, six sacks, 
look like he took a step from his rookie season. Instead, Everson Griffin took his job. It's funny that it's him and Dantzler are kind of on the same level. Yeah. But, like, Wanham was higher on the depth chart, but still same same story goes. Yeah. Wanham was our best edge rusher last year. Not right. saying much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just, again, you're hoping they can build off their, uh-huh. for their rookie season, especially with all those snaps under their belt. Mm-hmm. Like, not a lot of rookies get the, uh, those meaningful especially snaps. Especially third, fourth rounders like those guys yeah. to, to be able to get all that playing time. And I know Griffin's played really well, but the plan was not for Griffin to be the starter and to have as many snaps. And that really comes down to the fact that some of it is Griffin playing really well. But if Wanham was playing really well too, they wouldn't feel like they have to use Griffin because they want to save his body. No. Wanham's not letting him do that. Griffin's also not letting him do that in a way, but it, just, it, it would have been nice to see him, I don't know, do more. I think he's one sack this year. He's playing time's getting less and less. Yeah. Um, so. Another one because uh, he's gone now. Didn't, didn't we try... Didn't we That's trade a good one. Uh, yeah, we, uh, Stephen Weatherly? So we traded Stephen Weatherly and a seventh rounder in 2023 for a seventh rounder in 2022. Okay. Which is basically we didn't want to pay Stephen Weatherly. He wanted to go play somewhere he could play. Whatever. It was a giveaway. Oh. Um, definitely disappointing. Like, not that it really mattered, but when we signed him, it's like, oh, who's solid piece? He'll come in and maybe get a sack here or there, play solid ball. Literally not even playing. Not a great. I mean, that's just. It's not a huge disappointment, but he's definitely disappointing overall like, yep. as far as what he did. Sounds like Kenny Willekes might get the shot to uh, take some playing time. Okay. I'm excited. Guy looks solid in preseason. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people thought maybe Patrick Jones, but he's a rookie. Let the other guy. Yeah, he spent the year on IR last year. He mm-hmm. was a solid prospect coming out. Like We had like mid-round uh, yeah. hopes for him, and we got him in the seventh. Uh, a lot of people really liked him. Mm-hmm. and As like a fourth round guy, maybe even like late third. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we got him in the seventh. He spent the year on IR and then showed up in preseason and made the team. So um, yeah, other than that though, disappointments on defense, I'm not really. No, not, not much of else. Yeah, everyone else, else has played pretty solid, which is interesting. We're three, I mean, I get... we're three and three and I've only got like four guys that I'm not happy with. I remember last year talking at the end of the season, like who are you, who impressed you or... Like, if this was the bar what you expected, who did better than that? And it was nobody. It was... It was like Cam Dantzler. And Wanna, maybe. Yeah. Like, because, like, even Hitman, it's like, well, he just kind of played like Hitman. Like, who exceeded expectations? There was nobody. And this year, like, I think Patrick Peterson's exceeded expectations. I think uh, Nick Vigil exceeded expectations. Everson Griffin certainly has. Yep. I mean, Delvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, Daniil, they're all doing just what you expected, which is very good. Armin Watts exceeded expectations. Armin Watts is exceeding expectations. Yeah. Xavier I, Woods? Is, I mean, I expect him to be solid, but he's been very solid. I think he exceeded a lot of people's expectations. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And not to say he's disappointing at all, but uh, would have liked to see a little more pass rush out of Sheldon Richardson. Yeah. It, he, that's that's a decent know, one. Yeah. But, a little more impact. But he was late free agency, yeah. just picked him up out of the blue. Mm-hmm. So... It's not uh, like yeah. it's not like he was inserted as a starter, and mm-hmm. because he's still just the third guy, because Armin Watts has played so well, it really doesn't matter that he hasn't like generated five sacks by now. Yeah, like oh, and maybe he will. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, offense, defense. Did we, we we finished up our defense, right? Yep. Yep. Um, anything else we want to touch on? Uh, just we don't have to do both sides of the ball unless you want to. Uh, but most improved player overall, most improved. Uh, KJ Osborne. Oh yeah, we got it. KJ yeah, Osborne. I, okay, KJ. Just Osborne. wanted to touch on that. I, 
he's we, played so well from the start of the season all the way through the bye week. Did he, we recap the the Panther game last yeah. week? Okay. And yeah. now this is Yeah, this is bye week. I'm totally lost. Yeah, okay, I got you. I got you. So we talked about how awesome KJ Osborne is and yeah, like he's I didn't think he would ever be anything like this. No, fifth round pick. I and it's funny because like, kick returner. It, it's really funny thinking returner. about it. Like, you know, they were talking about how deep last year's wide receiver class, and how you get like a fifth round guy, and he's probably a late third yeah. uh, in a four, or a fourth rounder in any other draft. So, like, yeah, we got Osborne in the fifth, but you know, the talent level in any other year, he's showed, probably higher than that. Yeah, and. Maybe he just needed a little work or, you know, they love them some Chad Beebe and all of B.C. Johnson and hate rookies. Well, so, they did say, like, he's been one of those guys that's just working his ass off, you know? And maybe that's, you know, kind of like the opposite of what they we hear about Dantzler, you know? Yeah. Like, and there's so much just going in and working on everything. Yeah, and it time. shows. And he probably realized, like, after last year, like, all right, I wasn't very good at, return like, special mm-hmm. teams. So, like, if I want to stick around – you know, I got to be a wide receiver as well. And maybe that's, maybe he's like, I don't just want to be a special teams guy. I want to be a wide receiver in mm-hmm. the NFL. So what, What's funny is I heard Zimmer say he he practices the right things. And it just made me think of Laquan Treadwell and how he always harped on how like, yeah, the guy's works hard, but he I don't know if he's always on the right stuff. Like he's running stadium stairs, you know, till he's, you know, passing out. But that doesn't help your route running. So yeah, you're your in hands. great physical it's, shape. Good for yeah, you. But what is that? Is it translating? And it, it 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 never did, you know. But with Osborne, he made the point to say, you know, he works on the right things. So, Probably hitting the jugs machine. Yeah, uh, working uh, yeah, on his route running. running routes, you know, yeah. trying his releases and stuff like that. I mean, his Probably. contested catchability is. I mean, last year I thought he was just a, a bad punt returner. Like, that's what he was. It was like, I don't like him back there. I don't like BB back there. We need a new punt returner. He wasn't even in, the, in a thought as, like, a receiver. No, it, we was, were, it was Ola BC. It was, you know, Chad BB, D.D. Westbrook. Westbrook when like, we got him. There was... There was no... K.G. Osborne was an afterthought. Yeah, complete afterthought. So for him to step up like this and become our best third receiver since what? Jay Creed? Percy Harvin? He was our second. Bernard Barian then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd say Bernard was underrated Viking, I feel like. He was on some real bad teams as our only sure good receiver. Sure was. 99-yard touchdown from Gus yeah, Farad. Yeah. Go watch that Saints loss. That dude came to play that day. Yeah, didn't he have like seven for a buck fifty? Yeah, he had a bunch of tough catches and big plays. I think he fumbled the ball the once. Uh, everyone did. Everyone fumbled. Everyone took turns fumbling. But yeah, I would say like besides that, like it was Jarius Wright for years was like our... Our slot receiver? Yeah. Someone posted. KJ Osborne is like a better Jarius, right? Yeah, I think he's much better. I feel Jarius was a slot receiver. I think KJ Osborne can play on the outside. Yeah. So we'll see. I we'll see where his career goes. That, it's just the hair. Yeah. Jarius Wright was very sure handed, though. Someone posted our top five games by a third receiver in the last, I don't know if it was five years or 10 years, but KJ Osborne has three of them already. Oh. And they're all this year. Okay. So he's been fantastic and a complete surprise. So I'm trying to think. One on defense, maybe it is Armin Watts. Oh, it's got to be Armin Watts. Right? Don't you think? Who else would be the most improved? Everyone else from last year is gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all dead. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's got to be Armin, Armin Watts. Watts. You know, I should look up where he was on PFF because I was shocked. I was like, really? And I know that's not the be-all, end-all, but... But still, like that... 
that he may not be. I mean, he is putting it like an impact on the game, though. And it's I know not like he's just like d- doing his job. He's not just Shamar Stefan out there. He's actually playing well. The old Shamar Stefan. <laughs> he just does enough to not get cut. Yeah. <laughs> We're t- gonna use the Stefan line. In, yeah, like, it'll long, always long he's like the Shar- Shamar Stefan of the guards. He's <laughs> this uh, right now. Armin Watts is the sixth best defensive tackle according to Pro Football Focus. What's the minimum snaps on that? Minimum snaps is does it the say? rank requires a minimum snaps. It doesn't tell me what it is, oh, but it does require one. Oh. But I believe Armin Watts has played plenty of snaps. Yeah, I feel. I mean, it's got to be like a, a hundred minimum snaps, I would guess. Yeah, and he has played. Who does it give you his snaps? It does. 364 snaps already. So he's oh well into... He's not like... It's not a fluke that he's up there. Is that a... Per, does it give you a percentage next mm, to it? No. That would be nice. They yeah. should do that. Um, but still, like, 324 snaps, and he's catching your eye when he's on the field. So I, I like I mean, that. listen to the guys around him. Calais Campbell, Kenny Clark, DJ Reader, Jonathan Allen, Aaron Donald, Cameron Hayward. It's pretty good. You know yeah, there's. I think that's like four or five Pro Bowlers. Look at our boy there. Christian Wilkins at eight. Oh, look at that! A, a draft favorite of Grapes and Gorak. Like Delvin that. Tomlinson, twelfth. Okay. So Michael Pierce is thirty third, which doesn't sound great, but that's actually not that. That's like a. There's sixty four starting defense tackles in the NFL. There's thirty two number one quote unquote yeah. number one de- defensive so tackles. So our defensive tackles are very well, very good. Sixty third is Sheldon Richardson. Okay, where's Shamar Stefan rank? <laughs> uh, 82. And Actually, he was, not that bad for Shamar Stefan. No. He just does enough. He just does enough. He's here, and he's now like 33, 34. So he's still like a mid third defensive tackle in there. Here's the shocker, though Jaleel, Jaleel Johnson, Johnson, 86th. Not that bad. Maybe he's meant to play the 3 4 in Houston. I mean, maybe he's, yeah, they're down by a lot of points. It doesn't really matter. Oh. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's kind of interesting to see where these players kind of rank. So, Armin Watts, yeah. who do, Quarterbacks, number three, Kirk Cousins. Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins. And Russell Wilson hasn't played in a couple weeks. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. So, yeah, I would say Armin Watts, though, defensively, is the most improved. Yeah. And K.J. Osborne is... The other and is this Armin Watts third year? I believe it is his third year. He was not last year's draft. Nope. I, he was I knew one. That. He was one too. That was like God. Fell to the sixth. Has a little little twitch to him. Like seems like he could be a pretty good player. And then he's been solid enough to be like, yeah, yeah. He he'll be a depth guy. He'll be a Shamar Stefan. Yeah. He, maybe this guy. I think he could peak as a Shamar <laughs> Stefan. And yeah, he's been uh, better than that. So yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope we. Ta- I hope we talk extension with him in the off season. <laughs> Like, he's the sixth on PFF. What if he just continues that and he's like a top five DT? What if we just pluck one of those? That'd be fun. Yeah, I was going to say, what if we got Kevin Williams in the sixth round? You know, that's what's, you know, we we need to hit on one of those. Because, we like, Diggs in the fifth was ridiculous. So I wouldn't mind, you know, if KJ Osborne is, it's tough for him to be anything more than he is because of Thielen and Jefferson in their way. But if something know. happens with one of them, you know, God forbid. Then he steps in, and all of a sudden he's a thousand yard season. It's like holy shit, we're loaded here. All of a sudden he's Nate Bur- Burleson. That was a good. That's play. a good third receiver. Yeah. Well, he was like a second receiver though, wasn't he? Well, I think. I feel like he yeah, was he Randy Moss's well, opposite he, once Carter left. 
Yeah, but he was a rookie the year before. So maybe he was third for like a couple years. And then yeah. I feel like during his prime with us, though, he was our number two. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I think it goes back to like Percy or Bernard and then... Nate Burleson when he uh, was the number three. All right. Should we... Anything else to talk about? Should we hit the schedule coming up here? Uh, Coach of the year? Coach of the year. Keenan McCardell? Clint Kubiak. What? <laughs> <laughs> Keenan McCardell's not bad. KJ Osborne. I like Andre Patterson. That guy's yeah. quality ball player. We'll go uh, special teams coach, offensive Ryan line Ficken? coach, offensive line coach. Who is that? I don't know. Oh wait, uh, Dennison refused to get vaccinated, so it's uh, the co dudes. <laughs> Who are the guys? There's no, two. No, there's there's just the one. Oh, I thought they were. Oh. Uh, he's really loud. He screams a lot. Oh, I forget yeah. his name. Oh, that guy MVP. Yep. Coach come, of the year. They come to the Grapes and Gorat podcast to get the facts. Yep. <laughs> that guy that yells a lot is the MVP. Yep. The the offensive line coach, and then <laughs> Keenan McCardell. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's sweet. Yep. I bet he could still suit up. <laughs> Probably could. Quality ball player. Uh, we've hit everyone. Oh, uh, offensive rookie of the year, Christian Darisaw. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, who else do we have? Helen Mond, White Davis. Amiri Smith-Marset. Okay. Kanae Wongu. Hey, Kanae Wongu is back this week. And yeah. He's going to be returning kicks. I'm excited. Me too. 4-2 speed coming out of there. It's going to be like, electric. Like, picture Abdullah, how slow he is. Like, I guess maybe put it in fast forward when you, like, go watch a game. That's going to be Kanae Wongu. Just flying, That's you know? exciting. It's going to be Abdullah running in mud. And then you're going to have Kanae just... Three return touchdowns. You know, the thing, like, he can take it out from the one-yard line because he's fast enough to actually get to the 25 before the player's already down there. Abdullah was sort of like he'd catch it, and by the time he kind of got those legs chugging, (laughs) it's like the 10-yard line, and they're already bearing down on him. So it's going to be a little – it's going to be tough, you know. Try to adjust your eyes to watching this. It's going to be exciting (laughs) stuff. It might look like a blur. (laughs) Don't worry. Your TV's not moving fast. Yeah, you're not in fast forward. Don't worry, you know. Abdullah's just slow. Kane's just fast. It is what it is. I'd like to see him a little bit on some offense too. A little screen to him or something. Yeah. So the, uh, the old Amir Abdullah role. Yeah. Uh, uh, defensive rookie of the year. That's what I meant. Yeah. No one. I can't even remember who we have. So Jarnarius Robinson, Patrick Jones. Uh, what what linebacker did we take? Chaz Surratt. Chaz Surratt. Special teams, I guess. Did we draft a corner? No. They'll say, oh, Cam Bynum. Cam Bynum. Defensive tackle. Yeah, Jalen Twyman on IR. Our draft has not been impactful until no. Darsa showed up. What a stud. One game he took so, the So, Christian Darsa, rookie of the year rookie for the, the Vikings. Year. Rookie um, of the year. Yeah. Well, I think, that's, I think that's it. Yeah, we can roll into the lines. Oh, do you want to talk a little f- uh, schedule coming up, though, first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we take a break before yeah, we'll we do that? Yeah, take a quick break. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll we'll dive into the schedule. Yeah, we'll talk a little uh, rest of your schedule, and then we'll hit the the lines for the week. Yeah, not uh, the lions, but the, the the lines, the physical lines. Are they physical? The metaphorical, the, ga- the lines. gambling <laughs> lines. Uh, my bookie is not a sponsor yet. No, nope. so we are not going to mention their name. No, you didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, uh, go yeah. gamble elsewhere. Yeah, well, or don't. Check you never out. know. I don't know. Figure, figure out what you want to do. It'd be um, funny if the guy listened to this episode after. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming out of the bye week, we made it to 3-3. Three and three. <clears throat> We did it. After an 0-2 start, 
with the Seahawks, Browns, Lions, Panthers. It, it looked like three and three was the best you're going to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of hoping for four and four if you uh, four like, two or four and two uh, beating the Bengals to open up the season. I think that's the only thing that you know going back. You think you like preseason? You're looking at the schedule. It's like bam, yeah. Vikings are going to go four and two, probably three and three because I guess you you know well you I, swap out the Seahawks and the Cardinals. I kind of feel like four and two was the thought most people had. You're going to beat the Bengals. You're going to beat the Lions. No one really, I don't think, was scared of the Panthers. And then it's like, you're going to win one of those three tough games. Yep. Cardinals, Seahawks, Browns. So we went 3-3. Three and three. Turns out the Bengals are a very good team. They're actually the number one seed in the AFC. We have uh, played both number one seeds in uh, the league. And could have easily beat both of them. Yep. Uh, but we didn't. We lost by a combined four points. Yeah. Four We've points. only had one game that wasn't, like, a nail biter till the end, which was the Seahawks game. I mean, the Browns. I guess I didn't really feel like we were going to pull that off. But we, it was eleven seven for the longest time. Yeah, it was a close game the whole way, and I, we we did have a last drive that ended with a throw towards the end zone, so yeah. it wasn't like anything. But three and three coming out of the bye, and could have been pass interference on that. Yeah, could have been, could have, would have, you know. Uh, coming out of the bye, you're three and three. How? What do you think you need to go to make the playoffs? How many wins? You know, it's interesting right now. We are the seventh seed. So it's not it's the NFC's funny. There's like is it the top four teams are really good or is it even the top five? I think mean, it's top five. There's Cardinals, Packers, Tampa, Rams, Dallas, and Rams. Five teams that I think have I think all of them have two losses or less. I think they have one loss or less because the Rams are the fives. Well, do the Rams have two losses? Um let me look. Let me look. because uh, oh hold on, hold on. Can I just pull that up? Standings, yeah. Rams have one loss. So six and one. Five teams. Cardinals seven and zero. Oh, Bucks six and one. Packers six and one. Rams six and one. Cowboys five and one. Five teams with one loss. The, the thing that helps us, it drops off after that. It's then what the Saints. The four and two Saints, which I really w- again, I think I've said it uh, on they a hot suck. mic before. Like I want to play the Saints this year. Who'd they just play? That they just beat the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Who, like, my God, this, they well, look 13, terrible. 13-10 on Monday night. Both teams looked awful. So that's your sixth seed. We're the seventh seed. And then you start going beyond that. You're talking about, like, the 49ers, who looked dreadful on the, Sunday Night Football. The 3-4 three and four Chicago Bears. 3-3 three and three Atlanta Falcons. 3-4 and four Carolina Panthers. I don't even take the Falcons as there's any chance they're going to be in the playoff hunt. I don't know if that's wrong, but like when I watch them, it's like, well, this team's irrelevant. Yep. The Panthers, can they bounce back after four straight losses? They have the toughest schedule in the league remaining. Uh, remaining. Vikings so, have the third toughest. So what do you think we have to go to make the playoffs? Nine wins? I think right now you you think nine wins gets you that seven seed. I, 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 think, I almost feel like you could get in with eight. You might be able to. I mean, again, nine probably guarantees it. Four and two Saints. But you're, uh, and what's funny is you, you, us and the Saints can both get in. We both can get in. That means some one of these random teams. Who do you think's the biggest competition? Because so the Saints are in, we're in. Who's the next team that you are, are that you're worried about? The 49ers. Just to, just if they can get it together somehow, whether it. Be the running game with Garoppolo starting, or Trey Lance, you know, figures it out after his injury and gets going. I think that, and so 
I'm scared of the 49ers if they can figure out what to do with that quarterback situation. Yeah. But if it's just going to be what it has been, I'm not scared of the 49ers. But, yeah, I mean, they almost have like a – because they were good, they get a little benefit of the doubt. What, what be- troubles me is head-to-head in San Fran, and isn't it on a primetime game? Oh, when we play them? Yeah. Yeah, let me pull it up. We play them – I'm looking at it. Doesn't the, look like it's prime time. Okay. Sunday at 3:25. Okay. It so is in San Fran. I mean, that's that's one where like if you beat them, pretend you played them this week and you beat them. They're now 2 and 5. We're 4 and 3 and have the tiebreaker. So in a way like if you beat San Fran, you're probably not worrying about San Fran. That's true. Um I think I'm with you though at San Fran because your other choices are just bad. It's to me it's San Fran of the Bears. And the Bears also look absolutely horrible, but somehow the Bears always Go like 500 and, and make the playoffs or battle us for the playoffs lately. Because I think the Panthers are terrible. Already beat them head-to-head, so you have that tiebreaker. Falcons look terrible. The Saints already in. We're not talking about them. Lions are terrible. Seahawks, we already beat them head-to-head. They're 2-5. and five. How many games is Geno Smith going to win? Probably none. Then you have the Giants, Eagles, and, they still have and Washington. Three, like three more games until Russell Wilson comes back. So they yeah. can lose all three of those and be two and eight and, it's and be out of it. Yeah. And then you have Giants, Eagles, Washington. Like those three teams are two, all two and five and all. And I don't bad. think they're winning eight games. It's literally so, studs and duds in the NFC. And the thing with the Bears is like they could be, you know, we could be going into week 17, both at eight and eight. Winner goes in. So. Nine and seven probably gets it done. We're at three. Nine and eight. Nine and eight, you're right. We're at three right now. You need to find six more wins. Right. While, while, while we're on this so yep. far right now, I'm looking at the Saints schedule from here on out. Okay. So they've got uh, the Bucks this weekend. That's a loss. In New Orleans. Does it? Yep. What are they right now? Record? They're four and two. Four and two. So they're four and three. Go. Uh, Falcons at home. That's a win. Five and three. Uh, Titans on the road. That's a loss. Five and four. Eagles on the road. We'll give them a win. Bill, six and four. Bills at home. That's a loss. Six and five. Cowboys at home. Six and six. Uh, J- Jets. Seven and six. Bucks. Seven and seven. Dolphins. At home. Yep. Eight and seven. Panthers at home. Nine and seven. Falcons on the road. At their best, they're going ten and seven. They could easily. They're not a and, good. And the ten, thing is, they're not a good team. They could lose to the Falcons. They could lose to the Panthers. Those are. They could lose to the Dolphins. You know, like this isn't the Saints of old, where like they're going to take care of business. Oh. I could see them blowing some of these games. They should win, but that's not. I mean, that's. But there are, and they're, and they're already, already ahead. They're of already us. ahead of us. So, um, but I, I don't know. We were just in that whole who how this is going to play out. You know, so I just. Figured. I don't even feel like the Saints are that much better than. The Bears, the 49ers, they just are healthier. Michael Thomas I mean, hasn't are, been back the Bears, yet. If, I was, if it wasn't the Bears, if it was just like those players and what's happened on like a generic team, I would say I'm that team Eagles. is awful and they have no chance of making the playoffs. Somehow they beat the Bengals though. But like Justin Field, that offensive line, you telling me that offensive line is going to make the playoffs? They can't block. No, and that Bengals game was at Soldier Field. Like... That's Who hasn't that. lost at Soldier Field before, even as... Uh, was that Andy Dalton? Yeah. I mean, that's the problem. So, you got to find six more wins to probably make the playoffs? Yes. I mean, beat Chicago twice and Detroit won. That's half of them. That's true. So, um, but, so right now, yeah, we got, we got the Cowboys uh, Sunday night. 
Do we want to talk about that game right now, or do we want to wait till we do the lines? We'll wait till we do the lines. Okay, so so Cowboys, uh, if should we say Dak's playing? Because as of right now, it's up. It's it sounds like it's up in the very air. Interesting. The line has actually shifted to the Vikings minus one and a half. It Let is the record show Ryan has been peeking at the lines, so uh, he's a fraud. I, I was not peeking at. Oh, the Oh, you lines. just looked right. You're right. You just blatantly cheated. You know, I'm just saying. You know. I, I heard it well, on Dan Barrero. It's been, it's been moving a lot, though. You could still be wrong. Anyways, um, so but let's say Dak plays. Um, I, I oddly feel somewhat confident against the Cowboys. Uh, we is, know Mike McCarthy. It's Sunday Nighter. I think the last time we played him on Sunday night was in Dallas. They had Dak. They had Zeke. They had Cooper. They didn't have CeeDee Lamb, but they had Gallup. You know, it's a very good offense. We were at that game. It yeah, was it was at that game. game. It was uh, it was it was a blast. We got the win. I feel like this team. I don't. Was that? Did we make the playoffs that year? Was that the Saints year? Yeah, I think that was the Saints. So that's year. a pretty solid Viking team. Um, if we, it's not the end of the world if you lose it though. I just you look at these next four games. It's a really tough road. I would. I almost even want to go five, just because you don't know about the Niners. I like don't. That, I do not put them in this class. Like I feel like. You're, oh, you're going with just like the, like, upper echelon top. I mean, these are like top teams in the league. Yeah. Home against the Cowboys at Baltimore Ravens at L.A. Chargers home against Green Bay. Can you go two and two in that span? Yes. Do you have to go two and two in that span? Do you go one and three? Can you dig your way out of it? Because the next four are what I would say are all winnable. At San Francisco, could be a rookie quarterback, but then it's at Detroit, home against Pittsburgh, who when you start the season, Pittsburgh and San Fran looked very tough. Now that we're into it, it's like those are not good teams. Pittsburgh doesn't look that good. They barely beat Geno Smith. Didn't they go to overtime? Yep. That guy, that team. Roethlisberger is a shell. Yeah. Not even a shell. Now put another seven weeks on his body. He might not even be playing then. That's a Thursday nighter. And then you play at Chicago. So you got four really tough ones, four pretty reasonable ones. If you go one and three, then three and one, what are you at then? You're six and six? No, seven and seven. Yeah, seven and seven. Seven and seven. No. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd have have four wins and four losses. Over three and three. So you have seven and seven. With the Rams home at the Packers, home against the Bears to finish. You probably got to win two of those. Damn. Maybe you got to win two of those. I think if you can go two and two in these next four, you're in a much better position. Because now you can drop a random game or even not win those ones towards the end. But I don't know. I mean,. It isn't a very easy schedule, although the Pittsburgh and 49ers are definitely easier than when we first opened the season. Oh, um, of the Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers, what do you think they're like? Which two do you think we are most likely we could win? I think the Cowboys. I think Cowboys and Packers. Well, they're home games, so that automatically makes it easier, I feel like. If, if, I'm not, if I have to choose one home game and one road game, it's... Cowboys. I think I'm going to go Chargers myself. I just think we take that stadium over. I, th- I think They're you're right, too. Ravens but, are, like, more well-coached, whereas I feel like the Chargers... I do like their coach, but he's a younger coach. I just... They, see, they could I'm collapse. Thinking, I'm trying to just think if 
we have a game plan to stop Lamar Jackson. Like, I do like how we played well. I don't know if we played well against Kyler Murray, but we, we played him tough. We almost won. And then Russell Wilson, we shut him down. And I, and those are different style yeah, of running is, quarterbacks. It is different. It's, it's, those guys are scramblers. Lamar's a runner. Like Lamar, they're drawing up plays to run him. Yeah. He's not running around behind the line of scrimmage looking to make some crazy play like Mahomes. This is more of um, who does it like? Maybe a little more like Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, more, Lamar's almost in his a little own more realm. like RG three ish kind of offense. Yeah, like we're talking, it's you know the pistol, the mm-hmm. read option. They're running the ball seventy percent of the time. The RPOs, yeah, like, and this isn't to say that Lamar Jackson can't pick somebody apart from the pocket because we saw it on Monday yeah. night against the Colts. Yep. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I feel like J- John. Harbaugh yeah. is going to, you know, try and they're going to be at home. They're going to want to pound the football. And I just, I think if we get a lead, maybe not as well as the Colts did, but something along the lines of that, I think we can beat the Ravens. I'm not. I think we could beat any of them, but I do feel like what you're saying is like if we come out and have a good plan against Lamar. That game instantly becomes much more winnable. Like if we struggle against them, then you're in for a battle. Because I'm just worried about you know our pass defense against Justin Herbert. Like, can we cover Keenan Allen, Mike Williams long enough? Not a great stretch here to lose Patrick Peterson. I mean, you're not as worried against the the Ravens, but Cowboys, Chargers, Packers. That's not the time i mean it would have been much better to not have him for the browns lions panthers yep. stretch if you come out this week and you beat the cowboys the five and one cowboys everyone's loving them everyone thinks they're great you beat them on sunday night prime time you go to four and three i mean it all, this changes everything like now you are it, the, the ravens and the chargers games they don't look as scary it's like oh we're good also we're not just like kind of the saints like team that's like hovering in the playoff hunt we're going to try to make a run for the division. Yep. But you go and you lose to the Cowboys, and it's like, holy shit. We could, lose these, we could lose these next two and be three and six. We could lose these next four and be three and seven. And then you have to run the table. You could drop one more and be nine and eight. So, I mean, just looking ahead, it's definitely a hard row out of the bye. But it does lighten up after the Packer game. The only really tough games are the Rams and Packers the second time. Otherwise, like, I would assume we're favorite. You think we're favorite at the Niners? Say it was this week. Would we be favorite at the Niners? I think so. I feel like maybe by one. Like, real close, but. I feel like we'd be favored. Neutral field, we're favored against every team on this. After the Packers game, neutral field, we're favored against everyone except for the Rams and Packers. Yes. So, if you win those games, say you win all those ones. Just, Just win your easy ones. One, two, three, four, five. You're eight and nine. You are right there on the fringes. You know what? But you have beat the Bears twice. Yeah, and the Niners. And the Niners. And you've already beat the Seahawks and the uh, and the Panthers. Panthers. So then it's what have the Falcons done? Yeah. You know what the problem with that whole theory is though? If you can't beat one good team, what are you doing? You're a real fun seven seed to get your ass beat down and then just take a hike. So you got to win these tough games. You got to be an actual good team. It's like the year we went thirteen and three with Keenum. Like we were beating. Good teams every week. It was like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, oh wait, we're the we're the team that everyone's afraid to play. So yeah, that was that. See, it's so weird, kind of like being that team. Like, yeah, you know, the Viking. Like, 
We have that yeah. season every like I don't know ten years. Otherwise, we're always kind of a wild card. Yeah. So like all of a sudden, you know, we're beating good teams. We're we're going to Soldier Field. Keenum's coming off the bench, taking and, care of business. Actually. Yeah. I think it's like, was that oh, the year hey. where we obviously ended the Packers season at home, the one we were at. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. it was like, oh, they're already done. Like we just took that over. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was hit that year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well that helps. No, I don't think that was a thirteen and three year. I thought he nope. was healthy for that one. I think you're right. That might be. Yeah. Um, Could be wrong. Whatever, yeah. We don't, we don't. Doesn't matter. We want thirteen and three. Fuck you guys. And also, we're three and three right now. Had we sealed either one of the Bengal or Cardinals games, those are very quality wins, and we'd be four and two, thinking, okay, this is a, you know, like if we say we beat the Cardinals, we're the only team that had beat the Cardinals. We did it on the road. We're feeling a lot better about our four and two record. That's true. But you also look at it. Had we not, uh, if we had blown that Carolina game at the end, we'd be two and four right now. Looking at that four game stretch, going, we need to go three and one here, and it doesn't look possible yeah so we'd be staring two and eight dead in the dead in the eyes yeah so let's 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 run through it once and let's see what we get to all right home against cowboys win it's going to be a win four and three at the ravens loss four and four at the chargers win five and four at home against the packers beat them at home Beat them at home. We are now. What are we at? You gave us three wins so far, one loss. So we're six and five. No, six, six and, four. and four. Six and four at the Niners. Win. Seven and five. Am I doing that right? Seven, seven and four. four. Seven and four at Detroit. Win. Eight and four home against Pittsburgh. Win. Nine and four at Chicago. Loss. I was gonna say here comes a loss. Nine and five home against the Rams. Loss. Nine and six at Green Bay. Loss. Nine and seven. Home against Chicago to end the season yet a fucking again. Win. So that's ten and seven? Ten and seven. Super Bowl. <laughs> I think that's all sounds reasonable. I mean, you're winning three of the next four, which is tough. But it's you, you win three of the next four. You you you've you've got the uh what do they always say? You've got the uh you control your destiny. I mean honestly right now we control our destiny. Win out in your third what what are we if we win out? Fourteen and three. Fourteen and three. Control your own destiny. Can't like win that. fourteen games without losing three. Yep, and we already have. Is that what our saying is? You can't go fourteen and three without going or without losing three games. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. All right, let's jump into the Lions, and then we will uh, we'll let people get out of feed here. Feed them to the Lions. Feed them, feed them to the Lions. So let's see, NFL game lines. I usually use. Uh, I mean, my bookie's not going to like to hear it, but I usually go to FanDuel to look at the lines. So, I mean, if my bookie's ready to do a sponsorship, maybe I'll think about using their lines. They better be good ones. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm pretty good at guessing. Yeah. (laughs) I like to find the weird ones. All right, we're watching the uh, Packers-Cardinal game right now. It just started for a second play of the game. First and 18 for Green Bay. Hilarious. What's the live line? (laughs) It just went away. It's minus 6.5 for the Cardinals. Uh, No Devontae Adams. COVID. Tough break. Uh, Aaron Jones looking sweet out there, making lots of plays. Uh, anyways, so who do you got in this one? Packers at Cardinals, six and a half points. I'm going to take Cardinals. I'm going to take Packers to cover, Cardinals Ooh, to win. I didn't think about covering. I like that. I'm going to switch my pick, Packers to cover. Miami at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo by 12 and a half. Buffalo by 13 and a half. Uh... I'm going to take the Bills. I'm going to take They've the Bills. They've won six in a row over the Dolphins. Man, Dolphins, man. That Eagles pick is looking real good. Yep. Real good. Uh, Two top ten so far. Panthers at Falcons. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, 
it's locked. I don't know why there's no line on it. Can you explain to me why that is? Are they worried about the Sam Darnold benching? I think so. So they're like, if PJ Walker's in, I just don't know how that would actually affect the line. Christian McCaffrey? I feel like it would... No, he's on IR still. I feel like it would go down. Like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Because they've benched their starting quarterback. That's true. That's true. But you bench him because he sucked. Yeah, but you're... We'll call it a pick Who do you got? Panthers, Falcons. Hey, one of them's going to lose. That's good for... Uh, I know, and win. sadly, I think it's going to be the Panthers. So I'm Falcons are going to go to 4-3. and three. I'm also going to take the Falcons. That Panther team's a fraud. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't know who to, who you would root for. because I, mean, I think you're rooting for the Panthers. Yeah, because then they're you both hold four the type four. No, they're both three. Panthers would move to four and four. And the Falcons would then be four. Three, three and four. four. So they they've, had had a buy. A, they've had a buy. They've had a buy. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You are. You have the tiebreaker, so you'd probably want the Panthers to be the team then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Smart man. Uh, Eagles at Lions. What a battle. Ooh. Eagles at Lions. I'm ripped. Oh, Lions have no one. So, uh, Eagles minus two and a half. Eagles by three and a half. Three and a half. I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions, too. I, I will say I loved Dan Campbell's game plan last week. Did you see? Just pulling out all the stops. Onside kick. Got it. Fake punt. Got it. I think they might have ran two fake punts. Went for it on fourth downs. They were just wild. Oh, against the Rams. Oh, right? yeah. He, they tried so hard. And they played them tough to the end. but Good. End, Good for him. In the end, Jerry Goff. You know, pick. I... I don't like that he's the Lions coach. Yeah, you know what's funny is they haven't won much, and Detroit just usually sucks always, but I do like him as a coach. Yeah. I think he, I think the players like him. I think he's steering that ship in the right direction. I'm almost hoping that he doesn't win much, gets fired, and gets hired by somebody else out of the division. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It doesn't matter how good of a coach you are. It's Detroit. There's a curse in Detroit. Yeah, you can't yeah. win there. It's not good. Titans at Colts. Um... Titans minus one and a half. Colts by two. Okay. I'm going to take the Titans. I'm going to take the Titans too. Uh, I don't think Although Colts Although that Carson Wentz, he looks like he's... Oh my. He tried okay. to rip Kyler Murray's head off. Oh, they're giving him a little flag there. Huh? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously. Uh, we both took the Titans. You did yep. the Colts. No, no Titans. Titans. Uh, next up is Rams at Houston Texans. Oh, he did grab his face. Uh, Rams by 14 and a half. Nailed it. Right on the nuts. Nice. And I'll take the Rams. I'll take the Rams, too, yeah. That's an easy W. That's annoying when teams that are really good get to play the Texans. Uh, Bengals at Jets. Another one where a really good team gets to play a terrible uh, team. Bengals by 7.5. Bengals by 10.5. Okay. Um, take the Bengals. I'm pretty sure the Jets are starting a guy named Mike White, I think I was his name. Aren't they starting Flacco? No. He's not even going to make it to the team till Friday. So. Mm. But he already knows. Oh, not, not the playbook. My bad. He doesn't know anything. But I am... Excited to see Joe Flacco get out there. I'll take the Bengals. Pittsburgh at the Browns. That's a fun one because the Browns just handled the Ravens. No, not the Browns. The Bengals did. The Bengals no, the Browns suck. Pittsburgh at the Browns. Forget what I just said. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Well, what's the line? Uh, Browns by five and a half. Browns by three and a half. You want Pittsburgh in this one? I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I mean... Browns are banged up. Mayfield's arm's falling off. Running backs are hurt. Odell. Chubb might play, trash. but I don't know. So mm. I am going to take Pittsburgh as well, actually. Oh, Pittsburgh in a landslide. Niners at the Bears. I like this. This is nice because one of them's got to lose. And I think I would prefer the Bears to lose. 
Yeah, I think so too. Y- yeah, they're closer. In yeah, the Seahawks, I, yeah, the 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 West is tough. I don't think the Niners can beat uh, they do the Seahawks. Have to, they still two tough teams and yeah. 49ers at Bears. What's the line? Niners by one and a half. Niners by three and a half. I'm going to take the Niners. I mean, this is it. They can't lose this one. They're in yeah. trouble. I'm going to take the the Niners. Loser, yeah. this game season might be over. Although I'm going to take the Niners. Fuck the, it. Are the Bears are three and four, right? I can't. Kyler Murray. The is Bears are, yeah, three and four. Okay. They lost to the Bucks last week. Jags at Seahawks. Jags at Seahawks, gross. Uh, Seahawks by three and a half. Nailed it. Seahawks by three and a half. I will take the Jags. Wow. I'm pounding the table against Geno Smith. I'm you know, just I, taking Trevor Lawrence over Geno Smith. I'm taking tre- uh, the Jags too. Yeah, let's go for it. Get out your Jag rags. Uh, Patriots at Chargers. Uh, Patriots at Chargers. Chargers by six and a half. Chargers by four. I'm going to take the Chargers. I am going to take the Patriots. Okay, to cover. Or even out, or, or money line. Mostly just to cover. Is it at? It's in, it's in L.A. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. Yeah. Their home field advantage is a joke, though. Uh, Washington football squad against the Denver Broncos. Uh, Denver Broncos by three and a half. Broncos by three. I'm going to take the Broncos. I'm taking going, Teddy over Heineke. I am also going to. I can't take that Heineke guy, dude. He is... Fucking idiot, man. Fumbling on the goal line, letting the Packers win. I mean, he was he's like he's like a poor man's Keenum. Somehow, like people think he's good. Like, oh, he's exciting. He runs around. It's like, he's terrible. He is a bad quarterback. I mean yeah, like, don't get me wrong, yeah, he's exciting, but he's not good. Yeah, yeah. He makes two really sweet plays, but then just four horrible bonehead plays. So yeah. I will take Teddy B. They need to get out the Schneid because they are struggling. Might be Drew Locke soon if they don't start winning. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, Buccaneers at the Saints. I like this. Get Bucks a win. Yep. Let them just keep winning and knock the Saints down. Pretty nice. What do you got for a line? Uh, Bucks by six and a half. Bucks by four and a half. Seems a little low for how like much the Bucks have just handled people. And with how bad the Saints played the Seahawks. Yeah. But they're four and two, so I think they wanted to keep the line close. Good home field advantage too. I mean, yeah. that's, I'm taking the Bucks I'm by gonna, a million. Yeah, I'll take the Bucks by a million. No one's no one's stopping those guys. No. Uh, your Sunday night football game is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Minnesota Vikings. Ooh, that, that's now a good you think up. you know the line, but do you know the Fan Duel sponsored by my bookie line? Vikings by mm-hmm. one and a half. Vikings by two and a half on FanDuel. Get the hell out of here. We are favored by two and a half against the five and one Cowboys. I'm going to take the Vikings. Right I'm taking the Vikings. Taking too. the Vikings. That's that's got to be a little bit of Dak, right? Like it's we don't be a lot know of Dak, a lot of Dak there. Yeah, that's interesting. Because they line. still gave or they took away half a point for Dak. I feel like Dak's worth. Probably four to the gambling world. It's it's interesting with Dak because they were so confident, like, oh, yeah, no big deal, whatever. Like, he'll definitely play, blah, blah, blah. But then they keep, like, he, they say, like, well, if it was a playoff game, he'd play for sure. Well, it's not a playoff game. Um, we, you know, we have big aspirations. We're worried about long, you know, our long-term goals this season. So are you going to sit him because you don't want to risk him? Like, I, it, it, it's definitely a less than zero or a more than zero chance. Like, there's a chance Dak just suddenly is inactive. 
It's basically, I don't want to tell the Minnesota Vikings what the hell is going on right now. You know, like, Mm -hmm. because they won't say, like, they would announce them inactive if, you know, they cared what teams knew of what's a game. They're just just screwing around. It's either, are we going to throw the ball or are we going to feed Zeke? Yeah, it would definitely change the game plan. And also, it does them no benefit to say anything but what they're saying. Like, even if they knew Dax 100% going to play, they might as well jerk us around a little bit and be like, well, you know, you know, if it was a playoff game, he'd definitely play, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It, but it's interesting because they did this crap in the preseason when they were like, oh, Dak's fine. Don't worry about it. And then it was like three weeks later and he's still trying to like work his shoulder out, whatever that was. Yeah. I mean, it ended up he was fine and he played the season and stuff. But it was like, why is he not practicing? Like, you guys are acting like this is nothing, but you won't practice him. So yeah. we'll see. And, and it's not like you're just not playing him in games. Mm-hmm. He's not even practicing. For some reason, I feel like I oddly like how we match up with the Cowboys. I know they beat us last year with fucking Andy Dalton and that sucked, but I, I, I just like, I think I just keep thinking of the Sunday night game in Dallas where we played them really well. We beat them. So let's just do that again. I just always feel like Dallas is a winnable game. Yeah. Except when Andy Dalton's our quarterback. Great catch by a Packer. Mari Rogers, rookie. Yeah. Domed him in the head. All right. Final game of the week. Giants at the hapless Chiefs. What do you got for a line? Chiefs by six and a half. Chiefs by ten. Still giving them the respect. I also feel like they're probably going, okay, at some point this team's going to explode or something because they can't be this bad, right? And Monday night against that lowly Giants defense. Yeah, sounds like that a might great be the time, time to, to do, do it. it. I'm going to take the Chiefs by ten. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs too. Um, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I don't care. Like. Um, yeah, I'm not taking Daniel Jones with like a whole bunch of injured players, especially on the road, right? <sighs> or yeah, it's in Kansas City. So God no, Giants play on Monday night. I don't like that. I got Tatarius Tony. He's questionable. Do I have to pick up another Giants receiver to like back him up? Maybe Saquon. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, he he might be practicing. Okay, well that's that's your lines for the week. Um, I think you want to root for the Bucks. You want to root for Denver. I don't know if any other games are. I mean, 49ers over the Bears, yes. Yeah, you root for the Panthers over the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Texans over the Rams, just because. Yep, you know, I mean, do it. yep, no, no, they're ahead of us. So, so uh, was, I root for the Cardinals tonight. Oh, yeah, root for the Cardinals. They're taking a deep shot, and it's dropped by Aaron Jones, fourth down. Oof. We knew it was going to be a defensive battle. You know, Cardinals, Packers. Uh, there's gonna be Couple, not no yeah, points. No scored. points. Zero zero. That's yeah, what we're nine seven ball game. Uh, that was Isaiah Simmons on him, right? Uh, yeah, number eight, wow. number nine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that is the uh, bye week extravaganza. It's over. This is a once a, once a year thing, so we'll be back next year. Can't wait. We'll be a Super Bowl champion team. So um, that'll be fun. So we do have a bye coming up. Oh, we had the, oh the Pro Bowl week. There could be another bye. Number one seed could get another. Could have two buys for another. There might be two more bi-week extravaganzas. Strap in, folks. This is going to be a good one. This is going to be a great season. 